0: Welcome to the Chapel of the Cross podcast. My name is Elizabeth Marie Melchona, and I serve as rector of the parish. About four years ago, our parish undertook a capital campaign titled You Are the Light, which endeavored to pay off debt from building construction <clears throat> and provide funds to sustain aging parts of our church's infrastructure, and also to encourage the parish to establish and support new and creative programs in our community. At this year's annual meeting, we're excited to unveil the grant parameters for the Chapel of the Cross Seed Fund, which is funded in part through the proceeds of the You Are the Light campaign. The Seed Fund's purpose is to seed new early stage community initiatives that might not have existed otherwise Committee of Parishioners has been working throughout the last year to shepherd the seed fund to its initial launch, and we have a few of the members of the committee here with us today. I'm joined by the Reverend Keith Esposito, Virginia Carson, and Tom Allen. Welcome to the Chapel of the Cross podcast. Thank you. So I wonder if one of y'all could tell us about the process that's going on to bring the seed fund to this
1: juncture, to this public launching point, it has been a great pleasure to be part of this effort. Um, it is deeply meaningful to me to work on our faith in the community and to be able to manifest our values and our commitment in the community. Our group is small because we are working through the challenge of starting a new venture and thinking through how we want to manifest this work in the community. But after a um, after considerable reflection and conversation, we think we're on a good path forward. Y'all have been meeting over a period of months, Not 18 months, yeah. I think.
2: Yeah, that's right. I think if the first talk about this was at the end of 2022, when we kind of first brought together a group to think more about how best to use these funds. And, and the current contingent has been meeting for another, I think, year on top of that.
3: As the newest newcomer on this committee, my wife and daughter and I sort of joined and rejoined the parish after a, a pandemic pause. And this has been a, a wonderful opportunity for me as a parishioner to both learn this and this parish as well as to engage in the broader community. And so in thinking about the past year in particular of the discussions that we've had around trying to understand how a a fund like this uh, can Truly, make an impact in in the broader community while also leveraging the strengths and and talents of our existing parish community uh, has been both thrilling as well as uh, for me again as a newcomer, educational and 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 really deeply meaningful.
0: You know, one of the interesting features to me as we prepare to set out the the public parameters for the grant and make a call for proposals is that the initial dollars, the initial $100,000 allocated by the vestry was matched by an anonymous donor who brought another $100,000 to the table and said, I want to invest in the community in a way that I don't see happening, which really has this mindset of perhaps trying something that hasn't been tried before. Uh, being willing not, not to be frivolous with resources, but but to really try something that may or may not have standard measures of success. And so I wondered if y'all might um, talk a little bit about some of the the parameters that went into
1: thinking about projects. What does that look like for folks? The notion of taking a chance is um, very inspiring in a lot of ways. And if we are lucky and we do our job, I believe that actually there's more support that, that will come from folks in the parish as these ideas bubble up. There is a challenge, however, in focusing on early money exclusively, and I've been thinking about this a lot, many of the community groups that are doing terrific work are pretty much at their capacity, staff-wise particularly. So to offer support for a new direction or something that hasn't been tried, that's not as easy as it might sound. I am hopeful, for example, that one or more small organizations might join together Mm -hmm. to envision and suggest something that each individually might not be able to do. I, I don't know if that would happen, but if it did, that seems to be within the concept and and the opportunity that the seed fund provides. I resonate with the leanness of staffing and capacity
0: (laughs) comment. Sure. And attendant to that, also have that feeling of sometimes you see a problem in the community and you think, if we could just have X, then we could address it. And so hopefully these might be small morsels that will then grow and flourish as you were Imagining, inviting collaboration, inviting other folks to bring their gifts and skills and resources alongside.
3: Yeah, definitely. And one of the exciting things about the parameters, if you even want to call them that, in this case, is that I, I, I think this committee doesn't have a preconceived notion of what the ideal project would look like, or what what the The project that we hope to receive an application for will look like in a lot of ways we're excited for that to be articulated by the broader community and so going in with that flexibility and openness is something that i I do think needs to be clearly communicated here on the the at the the onset of this that there yes there are parameters in that uh, we are looking to have uh, organizations or projects that are within the Episcopal Diocese of North Carolina, yes, we have a preference for Orange County. you know we will be distributing grants somewhere between twenty to forty thousand dollars per project, but beyond that the the focus is on the new, something that has not happened before, something that needs support. And I think we're waiting with an eager anticipation about what that may end up looking like. I say this particularly as someone who works in finance where you, it, there's, there's always um, a really strong impulse to have risk totally nailed down and you want to know that success is basically locked in and this is that's not what we're here for we're willing to take a risk and willing to support something that may work and may not but it's exciting
2: yeah and i think it allows the seed fund for us to do something different than some of the other grant making that we're already involved with as a parish
0: and so say say more how might how How do seed fund parameters, for instance, differ from the grants
2: that are made through the outreach committee? Right. So with our, like the outreach committee, our other faith in action committees are already involved in grant making. And these typically go to groups in which we already have longstanding relationships. (coughs) It's it's more of a supportive role of projects that are already going and successful, but need and have then ongoing support from our from our church and from others in the community you can almost think of those often more as sustaining dollars
3: mm-hmm.
2: we're thinking about the seed fund as first dollars mm-hmm. as those initial funds that when you're trying to get something off the ground are really hard to get because it's new because there might be as Tom was saying risk involved you know maybe the seed fund could could play a really important role of playing a lead gift for an organization and a project that then could bring in more donors. Maybe it could be paying for architectural plans for a potential uh, building project or capital campaign, you know, playing this role of, of paying for these plans to see if it's even feasible. Mm-hmm. And these these dollars are really committed then to. Helping in that very earliest of stage where it's hard to raise money where, as we've kind of talked about, maybe staff or time is sparse, uh, and it can be that little morsel as you put it to sort of bring things to the the next level. I think another not a need to have but a nice to have would be if these seed fund projects would be able to involve the parish as a whole in something new. I think it would be wonderful if hence the preference for Orange County, that these projects could maybe connect us with an organization that we don't currently have a relationship with or could provide an opportunity that beyond dollars for our parish to make contributions, whether that's in terms of parishioners volunteering or just education, our congregation becoming more aware of a problem that needs to be addressed uh, close by.
0: And so... Having worked in nonprofits over time, I have filled out a whole variety of <laughs> grant applications. What will what will an, ap- an application be like for the
3: seed fund? The application is open and uh, you can find it online at the thechapelofthecross.org forward slash seed fund. And the first stage of the application is not meant to be an onerous one. It is an opportunity to introduce your organization it is an opportunity to articulate the challenge that you are trying to address or solve and it's an opportunity to describe how the the project or idea that you're proposing will address the challenge um, that, you, that, you're, that you're talking about. The more that you or your organization is able to describe in detail, you know, the, the, your idea, the better, but this is the first stage. And then, you know, further conversations, if we deem that your project idea falls within the right parameters, and there'll be, there'll be more conversations from there. But at least at this initial stage, um, we see this as kind of an introduction.
1: In looking at this, we have tentatively decided our funds are not a good source of support for salaries, Mm -hmm. and we wanted to be clear about that. It does go to the issue of, of staff resources often being thin, and as we talked through it, uh, a little bit more streamlined initial application was meant to help smaller organizations at least get a start yes with without understanding that we're not gonna be able to support personnel. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: And we are asking, at least for the sort of initial rounds, the application will always remain open, so apply at any time. But getting your applications in by April 10th uh, will allow us to award, we we plan our first um, projects, our, we'll award our first funds by August of this year.
0: Excellent. So if you all could imagine three years from now or five years from now, sort of imagine yourself in the future... Looking back, what, what hopes do you have for the fund, for relationships that develop? What do you imagine?
1: Oh, I'm full of imagination. <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine a project or one or more in historically black neighborhoods where our church has not been quite as active as we might have. And that through those projects, we come to know our neighbors better. We have opportunities to work together on things that our community values. I, I see no reason why that couldn't happen should we get some, some interesting proposals in. And also be really happy if we reached a little bit past Chapel Hill, maybe to the northern parts of the county or, or as far as Hillsboro or whatever, because we know our population is moving out in that direction and that we have a sister faith group at Church of the Advocate. You know, maybe, maybe there are projects that they know about that, that would be suitable.
2: Yeah, I wonder about, I mean, I would love that within the next three to five years, you know, we have another podcast, but instead of the three of us, we're interviewing, you know, the first people to be awarded these grants. The fruits
0: of the seeds. That's right. And
2: they're updating us on not only the success of that project of the initial, that the initial funds were able to meet, but of all the catalytic change it was able to to produce from there, um, how it how the fruit came ten and twenty fold, I dream about more chances for our parish to be aware of and to be directly involved in the work of helping our neighbors here and throughout the diocese um, and and I also dream that we we were able to award grants and maybe they didn't and maybe the original plans didn 't come to fruition, like I will consider this a success in a way if we're able to make grants that we really truly believe are meeting the spirit of trying something new uh and that and that that means that we will be able to have a, a a tolerance if some of them don't work out or don't come to fruition
0: in the way that was anticipated with the sense that all of it is working out
2: that's right yeah that's yeah. right so
3: and yeah with I think we will we will learn a lot mm-hmm. and you know, three to five years from now when we're back together here, I think we will be a lot wiser for what has, Hmm. what has worked in the way that we anticipated it would work and maybe what has worked in ways that we did not anticipate it working. And, uh, I'm, I think that will be, that'll be exciting. And I just to tack on to what Keith and Virginia said, I, I look forward to, seeing the ways that our parish community interacts with these projects in ways that we are not currently contemplating Mm -hmm. Uh uh, and not anticipating. And um, just knowing what a talented and rich, diverse community we have within this parish and that there are gifts and talents to be lent that I don't, I don't think we've, we've anticipated that yet. And I, and I, I really, I so look forward to, seeing what that looks like fully in the future
2: i think one more thing i'll add when it comes to the application is um please share it you know our website is live our application is live And we're relying on um, our parishioners, members of the community, whoever might be listening to this podcast, to please share it with organizations that you think um, might be interested, to send it to community members who you know are plugged in with people who are doing the really important work and are connected with nonprofits in your community. We have a list of folks that we'll be sharing it with. We won't be able to get this to the people with those ideas without your help. And so please share it far and wide. Or reach out to us if you yourself have an idea. We'll talk
3: about it. And I think one thing that I would add, just to make sure that it's it's clear, I, is that an affiliation with the Episcopal Church is not a requirement of, a, no? of an application. We are, we are truly open to any and all ideas. We ask the organization to be a nonprofit, but th- this is not something that is is meant to be uh, exclusive to any community beyond that. One thing that we talked a little bit about, uh, and just to, again, put a point on it, uh, this is the Episcopal Diocese of North Carolina where we are focusing our giving, which is, um, and I, I, I struggled with this one, but I think it's it's essentially as far over to near Charlotte uh, and and straight up over to about uh, about Tarboro. So if you were in the westernmost part of the state or in the easternmost part of the state, if nothing else, just reach out to us and inquire before you fill out an application to make sure that you're in the right geographic target area.
1: Could I add one thing that, for me at least, is sort of in the spirit of Lent? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is just one bit of humility we're not the ford foundation and <laughs> and these are not going to be huge grants no. um so while we have a lot of of enthusiasm and great hopes for this we also want to be at least a little bit realistic and it it goes in some ways with taking a chance um which i think is really good but also being mindful that change is hard and and communities struggle to make even small steps forward and so that if our grants don't change the world overnight um <laughs> that's probably pretty realistic <laughs> and and that we should look at this at, with at least a little bit just a little more humble than than maybe we might want to be. Or perhaps they might
0: provide a toehold, you know, as you reach for the next hold in a climb. That's right, yeah.
2: So if anyone listening is really excited by this work, know that you can donate directly to the Seed Fund. If this is work... Uh, and if this is a, a, a perspective that is resonating with you, um, it's possible through our website. You can go right to thechapelofthecross.org. And when you click on give, it'll be one of the options of a fund that you can give to directly.
0: Thank you all for the time and energy that you've invested and that which you will offer uh, to shepherding this through. The Chapel of the Cross is an Episcopal church in the heart of Chapel Hill and the university community. Find out more at thechapelofthecross.org. There you can find our latest news and events, connect with our pastoral care team, Faith in Action Ministries, and offer a prayer request. You can also find us on social media, on Instagram at thechapelofthecross, and on Facebook and Twitter, at C-O-T-C, Chapel Hill. May you be nourished by the word to serve in the world.